This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you see a punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me is my co-host, Nadia Sanders of Primetime. What's up? What's up? It's me. Yeah, I am me. I was expecting something else. You can hear the, the grunt in my oh, voice. Oh, you're expecting me to be cool? Uh, here it comes. See, so... <sighs> Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. Hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you guys, you know, got full. Uh, me and Prime definitely enjoyed ours. And yes, there has been a lack of content over the week. And I, I do apologize for that because uh, I just haven't been able to... Uh, get to it and because the holidays is here and I mean like I said I'm tired of, of having it happen but I'm, I'm trying to get a little bit better at it but on this podcast it's going to be more of like a uh like I, I'm, I'm sorry we're going to give you contact I'm going to do two reviews for you guys and just uh talk about you know Randy's back injury and call it a day to be honest with you guys but before we get all into that because we got, we got to talk about Survivor Series definitely Survivor Series I do want to talk a little bit of AEW and then um, so you know a, a lot of good things to talk about but uh, I got to get y'all opinion about that first before we do any of that make sure you guys support the podcast y'all have been supporting the podcast uh, a lot and I am so happy for you guys uh, so happy for us and that you guys support us because especially uh, our Nerd Gets to Talk podcasts are doing good we just put up the episode talking about Jason David Frank I plan on putting up another episode because um, I seen the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday special have, 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 have you seen the new Christian stuff on, on Disney Plus yet Prime? I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy I've seen the Santa Claus how is that so far? It's hit and miss. It still gives you the feels of the first one, though. So is it is it like an every episode thing, or is it like like they, they put out a whole bunch and we just have to binge it? No, it's every every episode. We only got like I think three more left or something. Oh, okay. Uh, also, we got um, you know, there's a hip hop nutcracker I want to check out with with, with Rev Run. Run DMC. Oh, Rev Run. Yeah. Yeah. My wife just want to check it out, but I, you know, what I'm saying I'm not trusting no more after I got sucked into watching uh, uh, hip hop Cinderella, whatever that was called, Snickerella. Yes, I ain't watching no more. I'm, I'm done. Who sucked you into watching Snickerella? I can't say, but I just know they took me <laughs> in to watch me. Oh man, well. You guys can sit you for that podcast. Check out the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. Check out Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond. Check out Drunk Thoughts, Super Tons. A lot of stuff coming up for the holidays. We're going to give you some holiday episodes while we are going on vacation before going on to the new year. And uh, so we are very, very much excited about that. So I want to get that out the way. So first and foremost, me and Prime did predictions of Survivor Series. So 
Uh, right now, it's been already recorded. It's going. It, you know, I, already, I always use that prediction part of the podcast, but Survivor Series is not over. So what we're going to do? I'm going to. If you just guys have been living under a rock and haven't seen anything, or whatever the case may be, or want to hear our thoughts before we talk about the actual show, right here, I'm going to play the predictions, and then uh, you can skip ahead about thirty minutes, and then we're going to get right into the review. Starting right now. All right, guys. So tomorrow, or excuse me, today, by the time you're listening to this, it is Saturday, November 26th, and it is time for Survivor Series, our Survivor Series predictions. So uh, we have a, a like a short NXT style card here, but it's going to be jam packed because it's. War Games. This is the first Survivor Series that's actually within years where there is no Raw versus SmackDown theme. It is actually a storyline driven theme on the show. And I, that is actually refreshing. And this time, Triple H, instead of doing the five on five Survivor Series, traditional Survivor Series matches, we get a bunch of those matches. This time, those matches, or at least for this year, but most likely I think that's the way going forward, is being replaced with the War Games match. It's still a five on five, and that elimination is a a more entertaining, more uh, brutal matchup. NXT has already been having War Games. They've been having War Games for like the past was it four years now, Prime? Uh, so, this is like the fifth year. So like, this Survivor is the fifth year. You're saying of the War Games match, yeah. Being in okay, yeah. So it has been sort sort of a, a tradition in November. They just did it for NXT, but now it's, it has come to the main roster. This is their first one, so they, I know they're gonna try to do what they can for the first one, and then once they get a better storyline driven thing, I think come next year it'll be even better. So, but you know, we got some interesting things going on here. We got a five match card. This should, this should really be a breeze, you know, you know, to go through. So, a five match card here. Uh, let let's just get on what we got going on here because on SmackDown tonight, uh, or, or last night, we saw the return of Becky Lynch, who is joining Bianca Belair's crew, which is kind of like a given because if Bianca's gonna make everybody wait till Monday. Uh, on Monday, wait, make everybody wait till Friday. It had to be a bigger name. It wasn't going to be no Candice LeRae. It wasn't going to be no Tegan Knox. And at first, before me and Yim joined, I thought that it could have been a small possibility that it would have been Sasha and Naomi. But once me and Yim joined, I'm like, well, it's not going to be them. So, our, our first match that we can predict is the women's War Games match. Team Bianca. Which is Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Oscar, Miriam, and Becky Lynch taking on t- Team Damage Control, which is Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eo Sky with Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. So, for those who, who, who are not familiar with how the War Games match works, because uh, this is the first time the main roster, so a lot of people do not watch NXT. It starts, it's, it's two rings, and. There's a start from each team, and then each team gets the advantage. I mean, one team, you know, gets the man advantage, and then every two or five—I'm pretty sure it's every 
Is it every five minutes, Prime, or is it every two minutes? If if you remember. I think it's three uh, or two. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. So every two or three minutes, because I don't think I don't think they're gonna do five. We got ten fucking people. Uh, when every two three minutes, a, a new member from each from each team comes in, and then when the last member from the team, uh, from whatever team that doesn't have the advantage, comes in. They come in, they usually are the ones that brings in the weapons and stuff like that. And then they close the door, then war games can begin. Then when it begins, you either you win the match either by uh pitfall or submission. The old games was it was either by uh submission or give up or knockout. So they did add the pitfall stipulation in the WWE version. So, how does the women's war games match go for you? Uh I think I think I, I will probably say that the um, Belair team wins. I would, you know, I I would think so as well. I mean, uh, I I do think uh, right now this has to put an end to the whole damage control and Bianca, Alexa, and Oscar feud. But for some reason, I I I I do think that. We're going to get some weird, uh, kind of weird shenanigans. Do you see Sasha and Naomi kind of like returning at the end of this at the end of this thing? No. No? Do you, do you see like a Bray Wyatt kind of interference that's going to distract Alexa Bliss? No. Okay, so this is... Tr- I think a Bray Wyatt thing will happen at her entrance or something, but I don't... Because if it distracts her, what is that? That doesn't help anybody in the match. It doesn't. Well, I mean, we have a Alexa Bliss in this match in the first place. But so, I'm saying, even though them distract, him distracting her does nothing to put anybody over in the match. Fair. So, I want to say, yeah, I want to go with Team Bianca wins the matchup. I say Bianca gets the pin. Or I, I think Nikki Cross is in there to take the pin. Rhea Ripley's not taking that pin right now. No, Bailey's taking the pin. Bailey gonna take the pin. Yeah, if it's, it's if it's gonna end the feud between her and Bailey. Oh, well, you know what? You're right. If if it's gonna end that feud, Bailey does gotta take the pin, and then that, that but, gotta uh, be the end of that. I do think EO jumps from the top of the cage and does a moonsault or a crossbody. EO is gonna be the well, I mean, cause she has done it before. Is she gonna do it with the trash can over her like last time? I don't think so. Not oh, a moonsault. She ain't gonna do a moonsault. Oh, but before she she did a crossbody with the trash can on top of her. Yeah, I think this is how she'll do a moonsault. So I think EO will do a moonsault. I think Rhea will hit the, um, her move on the, you know, like the thing in the middle? Yeah. I think she'll hit her move through a table on the thing in the middle. Yeah, I think me and Yim will eat that one. Because me, um, me and Yim, we do be taking them hardcore bumps. Yeah, that's what Candace is for, but you know. Um, yeah. But, 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 when she had that street fight, with Candace and she and she took the uh top rope swing and that break on the pile of chairs or when she Yeah, that was Candace. Candace also took that too. So yeah, exactly. But or when me and Yim like when, when they was in that ladder match for the advantage of the war games and she's her name me and Yim, I thought they changed her name. Yeah, they, they, they changed it back though. Oh, because they seen how stupid that was. Yeah, that was I was like that that's just no. 
Just, just, just keep medium the blazing baddie that she's been doing, and she's fine. Yeah, but no, I, I think uh, I think it goes pretty pretty similarly to how other women's war games matches go. So it'd be it'll still be good. As long as Becky don't jump from the top, I'm good. She has no. No, Becky doesn't need to jump from the top rope. Not even top rope in this because she has like it's like you you have EO in this match. There's no need for anybody else to be jumping on top rope unless it's Bianca. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, EO is gonna be definitely be the one that's gonna be at the top of the cage doing that kind of spot. Yeah, I don't think anybody should even be jumping from the top rope. Mm. Yeah. All right. So next up, let's go with let's get let's get this out the way. Uh, a singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship: Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi Blackheart. Are we really even going to make it? Yeah, Ronda Rousey is winning. I'm about to say like she she needs to wax uh, Shotzi. I mean, is it good that Shotzi get a title match and you know she get she get a big spot at Survivor Series? Absolutely. But right now. The way Ronda and Shane is, t- is teaming up right now, no, there's no way that Shotzi even got a chance. Yeah, so this could be where Sasha comes back if she were to come back. Oh, I wouldn't even waste. I wouldn't even waste Sasha on this right here. You know, she could come back and challenge Ronda at the end of the match. I mean, you know what? It is it is a possibility. I mean, because first of all... They it, are in Boston. They, oh, you're right. Look. Hypothetically, if that is the case, right, I wouldn't have... I, I mean, um, would you take the belt off Ronda right now? I think I think they want to do Ronda and Becky for Mania. Well, I mean, the next pay-per-view is the Royal Rumble, so I mean... Yeah, but I'm saying I wouldn't have Sasha come back and put her in a title program knowing that she's going to lose. Well, first, Becky is on Raw. Do you think they cared before? If Becky well, wins the... I mean, Triple, Triple H is here, so maybe he cares about the brand split. He, he does care about the brand split, but even if he has Becky win the Royal Rumble, right? And then mm-hmm. if Becky's like, okay, let's do the matchup that we were supposed to get twice over it, but we never got it. We were supposed to get Becky and Ronda at Survivor Series, never got it. We were supposed to get Becky and Ronda at Mania, Charlotte wanted to, wanted to add herself in there. And we, we we never got the Becky and Ronda one-on-one matchup. So if they, if they had Becky go in there and win the, the Women's Royal Rumble, I don't think they're going to want her to... I'm going to be honest with you. If we don't know this for Becky and Ronda, they can keep it. Because uh, Ronda is not... She's not a... Uh, She's not into this run, so I'm trying to get the belt off of her as soon as possible. I feel, I mean, do, do I like her with Shayna Baszler though? I think I think it spice it up a little bit. It spice it up. She yeah. still ain't in. She's still not there. She's checked out. No, I, I I've seen more checked out people. I mean, she's enjoying being healed now. She'll mind she'll mind being a piece of shit because that's I mean that's what she's you know more comfortable in. If you have Sasha come in, it's like okay, we're just gonna give Ronda another body right now. If you you can have Becky win because I think they're gonna do Charlotte and, and, and Bianca. You know, what I'm saying when, when when Charlotte comes back, and yes, Charlotte's on SmackDown and Raw. I didn't even think about switching them to. I don't know, but I'm saying, but as of right now, I don't know if Sasha comes back for that because it's like Sasha comes back, does Naomi come back? And if she does, then there's really nothing. I mean, they could. I mean, I'm just 
I mean, this kind of like a perfect scenario. I mean, if Sasha comes back, right? Yeah. And she was supposed to be quote unquote feuding with Ronda Rousey, but every time she tries to get the upper hand, Shayna Baszler attacks her. But then one week, Naomi comes out and beats up Shayna, so that was just a straight one on one with Sasha and Ronda. I mean, you know, that could just be something that could happen. This is a this is a possibility. Yeah, and they are possible for some reason. I don't know. I I, I have a it, you know you could be right about this, but for some reason I feel that I can see her them just coming out and just wrecking shop on Bianca at the at at the, uh after the War Games matchup to set up because why not have Sasha and Naomi come back as heels? They left kind of like a heelish way. Yeah, it's, it, it, but what does what does them coming back wrecking shop in the war against match do? It gives them a match against Bianca, but you just said you want a Bianca versus Charlotte. I, know, I didn't say I said that's what Dave wanted. I did not say I want a Bianca oh, okay, versus okay, Charlotte. Okay, okay. I said what they probably want to do is put Charlotte versus Bianca. I would rather have my Bianca versus Sasha rematch that we never got. To be completely honest okay. with you. And it, it gives back something else to do away from damage control because she got to get away from that. They yeah, I think get... this is it. So, yes, we, we got it. Uh, triple threat match for the. Oh, also, they need to have Rhea be somewhere in the mix too. Rhea should be away from Judgment Day into a title picture because Rhea's too good to be just Dominic's. Rhea mommy. is too. Rhea is too. Oh my God! Did you see the Thanksgiving thing? I did. That shit be dying. That shit be dying. However, I understand Rhea's too good, but I really think, I, I, I don't know if they're going to drag ass to WrestleMania. Beth got to get that receipt. Before Rhea gets in, the, before Rhea, I think that's why they, you know, they get her, get her back in the ring more. Before Rhea gets any kind of title shot, Beth got to get that receipt first. Now, I don't know if it's going to be Beth and Edge taking on Rhea and Finn at Rumble. Or Beth can just do it after. Yeah, or if it's like, and, and, or what you can, in storyline, you can have Rhea, Rhea Ripley in the Rumble, obviously, because Dr. Much has enough women, and then he can bring Beth Phoenix back, and Beth can eliminate uh, Rhea, which could cause uh, them to have, have their feud, and then maybe... Instead of a fucking mix, I'm tired of seeing the Edge and Beth Phoenix mix tag match shit. You can have Beth one on one with Rhea at Mania. You, you can give us another women's feud that you know means something. But uh, triple threat match: Seth Rollins taking on excuse me, Seth freaking Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. Yep, definitely Seth Rollins here. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, because but who takes the pin though? They not pin it, Bobby. Theory. Yeah, because obviously theory. That's the reason he's in the match. Yeah, or oh, you know, because yeah, because right now it's like you know, they got Bobby being booked like a fucking monster right now, and he just been bullying the shit out of Ali, Mustafa Ali, and even kind of bullying Theory around. Theory not going back down, but uh. Bobby's showing how much of a monster he is, but yeah, I don't think they want to take the belt off Seth Rollins just yet. And I think they're going to save Bobby for because I think they want to do a third match between Bobby and Brock also. 
Yeah, but that'll probably be a mania, not the rumble. Wait, we'll, we'll, okay. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You never know, cause he could have had her business back by then. Well, if if they want to do it that quickly, or if they want to take their time, who knows? Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I personally went. I personally went want to put the hurt business back together just for Brock Lesnar to beat them all up. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're right. But if if you could if you could give a, a very intriguing storyline with it, you know, or even even that could be your first storyline after WrestleMania. You know, to get them back together. So, a match that should be great, almost like a five star. AJ Styles taking on Finn Balor. One on one, no OC, no judgment day. Did they say they were banned from ringside? No, I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah, that. They're definitely heavily involved. <laughs> yeah, but the only reason why I'm saying that is because. Uh, I mean, unless unless you have Priest and yeah, Priest and Dominic will probably be out there along with Gals and Anderson. I'm saying, but the women probably won't be because they'll be fucking beat up from that that War Games match. Even though I had a theory, because I, you know, logically you you would think that they would start with the women's and end with the men's, but I think that you can have a hot opener with AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. And then go into the women's war games matchup, and then have uh, Seth Rollins and Ronda Rousey be your buffer before you get to the men's one. They're about to just do women's and then end with men. Yeah, that's my part with that. I see, but if they want to go, you know, a different route, I can I can see AJ and Finn kicking this joint off. Just saying. Nah, they don't want to start with one of the War Games matches because that's how they gonna get people when they watch it on YouTube. Oh, I'm gonna start with the War Games match. You want to buy this show? Yeah, you know yeah. that's a good point there. That is a good point. It's a good, and it's a good selling point for the last little bit of people you want to, so they can buy, not buy, just go to Peacock and watch uh fucking War Games. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I I get Seth Seth figure out like he's gonna be. Oh wait, so we did that already. I have. This feud ain't over. I'm gonna go with Finn Balor. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with AJ. AJ has not had any wins on the pay per view in a while, and Finn Balor can take a loss. He's only been pinned. He's only lost five times this year. Oh, that that that's a change of scenery, isn't it, Finn Balor? Mm-hmm. That's a change of fucking scenery. Okay, you know, yeah, I, I also I go Bally go AJ. So okay, so we right down the middle, but now it's time for the main event, the men's war games matchup, which I really think this is going to be a heavy storyline driven matchup. Uh, we got Team Brawling Brutes, which is Sheamus, Ridge Holland, Butch, with Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens versus the Bloodline, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, Sami Zayn. The Usos. Now, once again, we are explaining the War Games uh, rules and everything like that. How do you see this match going? What kind of storylines is going to play out? What's going to happen with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens once they all in the matchup? Like, how do you see this thing going? I think <laughs> I can see Sami and KO starting it and actually them being the, like, them just. Not playing around, they're just like hit, playing like wrestling, but not like you know, hard, wrestling hard. 
Poss- you know, like possibility. They like doing like they don't like uh headlocks and rest holes and stuff like that. And then you know, just shoving each other like hey. And then I feel like the whole time, every time they 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 stare at each other, it's gonna be like every every few minutes during the match they're gonna have a stare down, but they never touch each other. Be teasing it the whole match. That's what I think. Okay. But I do think Kevin Owens is dropping off the top of that uh that cage. Now, damn, bro. Now, if he's still injured, like with a, with an MCL, like you said, I don't know if he's gonna jump on jump off the top of the cage trying to do no swan tie or do false plays. I mean, well, why even have him in this match? Shame ain't gonna do it. McIntyre not gonna do it. Oh, Roman not gonna do it. Oh, the Uso is not gonna do it. Uso. So the only person that do it is Kevin Owens. He, he 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 may have to be the top of the cage guy, but who wins the match and who gets pinned? The bloodline wins the match, and anybody, anyone in the brawling brutes team can get pinned. Even he said anyone in the brawling brutes, anybody. Probably Ridge Holland. Any one of them can get. You know what? Since it's Roman, probably gonna be the one pinning. You know what? I got two scenarios. If Roman is the one pinning, then I say it's probably going to be Sheamus. Uh, or Drew. Just because it's Roman, he want to look strong. He beat somebody strong, too. But if it's like, if Sammy gets the pin, and Sammy's the one that wins it for the bloodline, I can see Sammy being conflicted while pinning KO after he just jumped off the top of the cage. Oh. And everybody's down, and Sammy's like, I I, I guess, and he pins him. Well, that, 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 will, that will be that will be actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so my my theory is that I don't think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn start to match up. But however, I do believe it says like Sammy and Pete Dunne they start to match up. That they have that little history from the the World Cup tournament that they had last week, and then <laughs> uh, when. You know the bloodline is gonna get the get the numbers advantage, uh, and then Kevin Owens is gonna come in, and that's when they're gonna see. Cause I, I I really think it's gonna be like this. I think it's gonna be Sami Zayn and uh, Butch or Pete Dunne start, starts it off, and then Sami Zayn and then Jay Uso comes in. So then when they they, they beat beat it down on Butch, but then Kevin Owens comes in. Jay Uso is going to be looking for Kevin Owens. I mean, it's going to be looking for Sammy to, to attack Kevin Owens, and Sammy's just not going to be able to do it, which is going to cause even a more riff uh, between and, uh, between the bloodline. And then we go as the more match goes on, as he gets another advantage, say Jimmy Uso comes in next. Then the, now he got his brother and stuff like that, so they can they can take out Kevin. You know, talk shit like Sammy, like what the fuck are you doing, bro? You know, you got to get get your head in the match. And then you can get uh, magnetized uh, stuff like that out. But um, I actually have I you you gotta create a riff and you gotta find a way for Sammy to get out of this group eventually. He, he he's not gonna stay part of the bloodline forever. It's all storyline. And, you, and I, I think it does culminate uh, at WrestleMania with him and Kevin Owens team up to, get, to beat the Usos for the for, for the belts. The Usos already got all the records with the belts right now. They're the longest reigning tag team champions. 
they're the, you know, they're, they're the unified tag team champions, whatever that means. And they, you know, they they done all the accolades, but it's time to. If you want a big story, especially with the Sammy and Jay still going on, you got to get Sammy out of there. I think Sammy is the one that loses for the bloodline. How else do you get kicked out of the group with Rome? You you can't do good because you're going to keep looking at him as the honorary Usa unless they want to really drag this thing on. And then like if if Sammy is the cause, I mean, what's the what's the point of rushing it now if we're about to go into two months? Of, uh, you know, our next view is in the end of January. What's the point of spitting them up now? You just split them up like at the beginning of the year. So. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying split them up now. I ain't say split the bloodline. I just say but you, you call had, a rift. I'm saying, but I'm saying, but you, you, you get cause a rift on me splitting them up. I'm saying it's kind of like remember how Cedric and and, and Shell started fighting. I was like, why are they starting to fight? Because you see, you see the cracks in the foundation already, which is way too early. But what I'm saying is now with this, you got it right now. Roman is liking Sammy. Everybody's liking Sammy, but Jay. You gotta give some cracks in the foundation to the point where it's like, oh my god, Sammy fucked up. Like for the first time he fucked up. What's what's necessarily going to happen with that fucking up? I I, I don't see them him fucking up in the Royal Rumble because Roman is not gonna be in the Royal Rumble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, we don't we don't know that yet. We don't know they're gonna do one versus all I got the title and I'm oh, gonna defend it and I, I, I hope they'll do shit Because see they, they did it with Roman last time in twenty sixteen. And we see how that we saw that how that shit worked out, and I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't, I, I don't think it's going to going to do that. But I think you, you cause a riff here. Now I know it's ballsy to say that maybe uh, the Brawl Bruce uh, steal this one, but because I, I think if, if the Bloodline loses, I do believe that it will make sense. Like yeah, I get Sammy's out of here. But I think okay, you know what? I, I change it. Bloodline still wins, but Sammy causes a rip because it's going to be hard for him to attack Kevin Owens. You know what? I'm going to say Sammy gets the pin just to, just to bring it out a little more. And then, because I think Sammy does what Sammy, I don't know. I think Sammy turns, but it'll be a face turn for him. Okay. Not now, obviously, but that's why later on. But I'm saying, like, Simi knows how this game is being played. I think if he got Kevin Owens in his ear, I mean, that's the right person to get you to turn first. Because, you know. You're right. That's so, like partnering with Chris Jericho. It's like, you're not going to wait till he turns on you. You're going to turn on Chris Jericho because you already know he's ready to turn on you at any given moment. I just do know that I'm I, I'm very curious. I'm sure it's going to get us to. It, it has to be Sammy and KO, the Sammy, and, uh, the Kevin and Sammy show, taking on the Usos at Mania. It has to be that. That will be a tag team title match. I'll be very intrigued. The, the most tag team title match I'll be intrigued on since New Day Usos telling the cell. Yeah, some people think it's going. <laughs> some people think it's going to be the Usos in the pause. Usos in the who? The Pauls. Who are the Pauls? The Paul brothers. Oh, st- I, I hope not. I hope we're not doing all this fucking better for the fucking Paul brothers. <laughs> and if, they, mean, if, if they win that shit, I turn that shit. I'm like, too much you fail. The whole year is a fail. If that shit happens. Yeah, they in Hollywood. That's that. That's all well and good, but no, I, I'd rather have 
Kevin Owens and Sammy taking on the Usos. Get them 20 minutes. Let that match breathe so they can have a match of the year contender. And they win the, the belts. There have been some great tag team title uh, belts uh, matches. Like the Rose Brothers versus the Shield and Battleground. All that shit like that. So that that's the possibility that, that you can do. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying for that. But guys, that is our, also for the, for those who are being clear. I I now do pick the bloodline to win, but I do pick Sammy to to mess up somehow, and probably the bloodline as well. But that is our prediction. So make sure you guys tune into the channel where I, I'm uh probably. So you, you're gonna be home watching Survivor Series tomorrow. Um, probably. Okay. Ho ho hopefully. I'm going to talk to Prime and see what we can do of how we're going to review this thing. Because I would like to try to go live again. But because I think some big shit's going to happen that I, I would rather talk about then. But uh, we, we, we got to see how the whole thing plays out, though. Okay? But uh, make sure you stay, you, you stay right here and subscribe for more. Uh, but those are our predictions for Survivor Series. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll be back for the review. All right, so with those predictions, now we're going to see who was right and who was wrong between me and Primetime. I think me and Primetime pretty much got, you know, all the stuff right for, uh, for the most part. So, guys, Survivor Series. This is, for the longest time, Survivor Series has been Raw versus SmackDown. That has been the theme under the Vince McMahon umbrella of Survivor Series. I would say ever since Survivor Series 20, was it 15, 2014, or was it longer than that? Probably longer. Because I can't, no, you know what? Honestly, it, it had to, it, no. Because the, the last one I actually truly remember, that actually remember was Survivor Series 2013. Remember that's when they had the two handicap matches to see a punk? Versus the Shield and Dale Bryan versus the Wyatt family. Uh, in that in that in that Survivor Series, I have no, I have no recollection of that. Oh, I I remember I was I was like because they they had the two biggest factions going against the two biggest stars at that time, and I was just like okay, and I I, I think uh when it came to twenty uh fourteen or twenty fifteen. Is when we really no, to, nope. I'm lying. Cause 2014 is when Sting came, and that's when they yep. had the Authority versus Team Cena. <laughs> Eric Rowan, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that shit was dumb. And then uh, we uh, the 2015 is when they uh had no. Oh, that was the 25. That was the 25th year of the Undertaker in 2015. 2016 was the was the kind of like we're going to start doing Raw versus SmackDown shit. That's when they had the Lesnar and Goldberg stuff. So for all the times we've been doing Raw versus SmackDown and there have been some decent Raw versus SmackDown um, shows. I thought 2017 was a good example of that. That was the Under Siege one and that was the one with AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar which was one of the best matches in Survivor Series. Then 2018 was him Brock and Daniel Bryan, and he had a Brock and Finn and a Brock and Mysterio. So Brock been doing pretty good, but it's been sucking ever since then. But now Triple H decided to bring in a concept called War Games, which has been part of 
the NXT, uh, you know, thing for the past five years. Because Vince was, he said it was too WCW. Well, so we say, I mean, well, they own WCW, so I mean. Exactly. So, so Trey so said, yo, fuck that. We gonna, we gonna bring War Games to the main roster. And now we finally got it. There's no Raw vs. SmackDown on the show. It's storyline-based Survivor Series. And we're gonna see how they did. So, automatically on the front that they had the old school Michael Cole and Corey Gray standing up by the cage and talking about the war games like, like the old WCW way how they used to do it you can tell too it's just like really really old school like he really really enjoys this stuff so c- coming into the concept of having war games on the main roster how excited were you Brian? Yeah, I mean since I know Triple H had control I was cool I was like yeah it's gonna be alright didn't need to doubt it at all since if Triple H is in control. If Triple H wasn't wasn't in control, then I'd be like, oh no. But since he's in control, I was like, okay, cool. I know this will be alright then. But I wasn't really worried about it being bad. I was just talking about this this the fact that we finally got war games on the main roster. Oh yeah, that too. Well, let's get all right into the show because we kick off Survivor Series War Games with the women's war games match that is team Bianca which is Bianca Belair Alexa Bliss Oscar Mia Yim Micha Mia Yim what they call it now it's like even still I'd rather go back to the Blazing Baddie to be honest with you and Becky Lynch taking on team damage control uh, which is damage control Bailey Dakota Kai EO Sky and with Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley Mm-hmm. So of course the war games match uh, is five minutes to start. To every three minutes, somebody will come out, and the match cannot start until uh, all members are inside the war games matches. So we 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 start off with Bianca Belair and uh, Dakota Kai. It is Dakota Kai, right? Yep. Yeah, Bianca Belair and Dakota Kai. So they start off the match up. You know, Bianca just. Basically, I'll power her for a little bit. Then the, the next one to come in, since Damn Show has, has the advantage, EO Sky comes in. So she, she's the next one in. She tries to, you know, uh, they come in, they do the double team to Bianca, the usual thing. Uh, EO tries to do like a springboard from one ring to the other. It doesn't look like it works the best. Like, she was kind of, I don't want to say botching a lot, but there was a lot of botches in this matchup. Doesn't mean the matchup was bad. I'm just saying that there was a lot of botches in the matchup. I mean, so, it's still weird to do stuff that you used to do without a cage. Now, a cage is there, so. I, we're not going to sit here. We're not, I'm not going to make excuses for these women when EO Sky has been in these war games. EO, Dakota, yeah. Bianca, they've all been in the war games. Everybody on damage control except for Bailey has been. Oh, so, oh, oh, so, so you playing one NFL game. And you get set the next NFL game, and, and you know it's different. It's different. No, that, that, that that's a play by opposing team. I'm talking about botches, dude. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, that's 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 an opposing play. It's, you know, but next up, uh, who comes out uh, is Oscar to even up the odds between uh, for Team Bianca. She's down there, and then Eo her Eo Sky. Have a like a little face off, and the crowd kind of got behind her. I mean, the the pocket could have been a little bit better. But you know the pop does get a little, a little better later on, so they they have that little exchange. Then Nikki Cross comes in, crazy ass Nikki Cross. She's the first one 
to bring in weapons to the ring. She starts throwing in candlesticks, trash can lids, and all that stuff. Because she's crazy. This is what the hell she's doing. So she brings that stuff in. And then, of course, we start using the, the, the weapons and everything like that. Then next up for Bianca's team is Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is running, and the cameraman catches her in the cable. And it's mm -hmm. like she almost trips, but uh, she gets in there, and then she comes in there and starts doing front drop kicks to everybody, like Dakota Kai and, and Nikki Cross when they come with, with, with the trash cans in their hand. Oscar gives E.O. Sky like a face brush onto the trash can. And now, uh, you know, uh, Nikki starts targeting Alexa. Uh, she tries to hit Bianca with a candlestick, and, and Bianca just takes that shit and breaks the candlestick, showing off her strength and stuff. As Nikki kind of, it's not like she, she kind of crazy looks at her, but she kind of runs into the corner, crawls up to the top, and I was like, "Are we really about to get this spot to Nikki Cross?" Mm-hmm. Yep, because she's crazy. Because she's fucking crazy, right? So we about to get this spot to Nikki Cross. She goes up to the top, and she dives off, and she does the the, the, the dive spot. I was just like, "All right, well that's it." I ain't. I know we was gonna get two more dive spots in the same match. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I drink something to clear my throat out. Uh, <clears throat> next up is me and you. Uh, and as she comes in, she uh, tries to... She throws like in, in, the, in the trash cans. And... Uh, wait, hold on. Wait. I'm sorry, Alexa Bliss came out. I missed somebody, didn't I? Bailey came out next, right? For her team. Uh, I don't... I don't know. You was on. You was still on the Nikki Cross jumping because, off. Because yeah, actually jumped off because Alexa Bliss is already in the ring. So we have Alexa, Bianca. Uh, we have Alexa, Bianca, and Oscar that's in is that's in the match for uh, her team. For Bailey teams, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, uh, Nikki Cross. So the next one. After Alexa, yeah, it has it has to has to be Bailey. So, cause the, the last one to come out was um Rhea. Oh, oh did Rhea come in before Bailey did? Shit, I can't see. I wish I, wish I would be able to write this. Out. I can't remember. I, I didn't write the date. Bailey comes in next. So when Bailey comes in, she tries to trap Bianca. She brings in a table. She starts bringing in ladders and stuff like that. I was like, damn, they just bringing in all the all the shit. She tries to, to trap Bianca with a table in between the two rings. That's when me and Yim comes in. Me and Yim starts throwing in trash cans. And like it, it, it's a lot. You know, she but she could get the trash can in the ring. But she's a little pissed off about that. But then she finally gets into the ring. And then uh they go and starts setting up tables. They do uh Asa does like, you know, a lot of German suplexes to everybody. They have a a, a little vertical suplex spot off the off the, the, the top of the rope, like each woman has like another woman in the corner and they kind of like all fall down and do like a vertical super, a suplex off the top rope. Medium does a cannonball to Rhea Ripley and Rhea Ripley uh, comes out and she does a cannonball to her in the corner with the trash can. The only one that's left is Becky Lynch. The crowd's way a chance uh, for Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch comes out, closes the gate and now war games can officially begin. So, once again, it, it, chaotic type match. Becky Lynch comes in there, starts doing her, her moves, doing kicks to with trash can to, to, to the face, along with trash cans. EO, at one point, 
goes up to the top rope and then uh, and then goes to the top of the cage and does a moonsault on the top to Bianca and Becky Lynch down at the bottom. And it looked like Bianca kind of kind of caught her kind of wrong on it. I thought she may have hurt herself. But then there was another point where Bailey was trying to do like a hurricane runner to Bianca and like she tried to power bomb her, she said she power bombed around her head. I was just like that kind of fucked up. I was like that, that, that could end up being dangerous. Mm-hmm. Then they had a, a, a Becky and uh Bailey showdown. They kind of fought, but then Rhea Ripley comes in, and her and Becky have a, have a showdown. She has to give her the rip tie, <clears throat> which she does, which goes for the first pinfall of the matchup. But Becky, uh, but Oscar breaks that whole thing up. Then, uh, the next thing of note is Oscar gives uh the poison miss to uh, Rhea Ripley, and then. Uh, she gets spiked DDT, but then there's still a table up in the corner, and uh, what happens is Becky starts to set up Rhea and Dakota. Oh, your favorite spot of the match? <sighs> yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking like, what the fuck about that happen? So, oh wait, no, no. First of all, before I even say that, I got I got to talk about this botched ass spot. Nikki Cross takes out some handcuffs. And she, she hand, tries to handcuff Alexa Bliss to the top rope. But then Alexa Bliss ends up handcuffing Nikki Cross to herself. And uh, when that happens, there's a trash can that's in the ring. And in that trash uh, can, the, the purpose is to give her, like, Nikki Cross and let your chair drop back onto the trash can. Well, Alexa Bliss overshoots it and she catches all the trash can. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was kind of stupid. Even Bianca Belair tried to do a tower or do with six women, but then that's Nikki Cross hit it with the chemistry. They had him right before. So, at the bottom of the ring, they had these two tables. It's Nikki Cross. I mean, it's, it's Dakota Kai and Rhea Ripley. Becky Lynch goes to the top row. What did I say? Didn't I say in the prediction, I hope Becky don't not jump off the top because she, she gets no air. So, what does she do? She climbs to the top. And then she performs what the Dork Decline used to do, a whoopee cushion off the top. Not a leg drop, a whoopee cushion. She got no air off of it. Just falls right to the chest of both women and then pins Dakota Kai, wins the match. She landed right on her chest. Too. Like, landed ass first right on, on her chest. Like the whoop, as he called it, a whoopee cushion. It's like, she gets no air off this whatsoever. She just stopped doing the move. And then, they, uh, for that team, they won the matchup. So, so I can clear my thought a little bit. Prime, tell me your thoughts on that match. Okay, sorry. No, uh, that's it was the cool. Hit, gonna lie. You said what? That's the hit. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I thought it was cool. Like, I really just, you know, I wasn't, I kind of missed the first half of this match. I seen the second half. I was like, okay. But oh, that's I, why you wasn't talking about yeah, but yeah, after I seen it, I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, this is just whatever. So I didn't really see a lot of the botches that a lot of people saying because I'm glad I kind of missed that. But uh, it was cool. Like, from what I saw, it was it was uh, a nice way to start the show. I, I thought it was a good match. It wasn't a great match. It wasn't the best women's war games match that we've ever seen because I've seen better. I did the one, uh, the, fir- the first one that they had. With, with Shayna and Bianca and Rhea and all up in there, and she had to retire to the chair. I, I I think that was a pretty damn good one for the women. Well, I think also the people in it make it like 
it was just kind of just like, all right, you, like you said, you get your five, or I get my five. But I think it kind of would have been better if it was always like, you know, something different. Well, I also think that one, you know, the crowd helps play a lot to these matches, but also, I, I'm a firm believer that Triple H started booking his his way it halfway through the year in in the summer, SummerSlam. And then, so it's like whatever Vince had already planned, because you know they booked this, or they supposed to book this shit out months and years in advance. I want to see what Triple H does next year. I'm like, okay, he brought War Games here, when obviously the plan was for Raw versus SmackDown this year, because you see it has the blue and red highlights mm-hmm. in the thing. So and they still could, they still could have low key did that too if they if they wanted to. if they wanted to. But I don't think want to do that. But I think with a fully booked year from like WrestleMania to WrestleMania with Triple H, I think by next year he will have better War Games teams and better, you know, uh, more crazy storylines to go through. Because like I said, that that that, that main event was a a great storyline. Uh, going in next, we have AJ Styles with the OC taking on Finn Balor. Uh, from Judgment Day, uh, Finn Balor comes out with this like space mask on. Uh, yep. first of all, I don't know if we should talk about it in the review or should we talk about it afterwards. What did you think about that Thanksgiving video between Dom and Rhea Ripley? I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought that thing was great. I was like, no matter what happens in the results, I was like, you know what. They are find a way to get Judgment Day over and get this whole storyline over for me. I was like, because that would make sense. Like, it's, it's the holidays. Wouldn't you want your son to come and then he come here and bring Rhea Ripley to the joint? I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's great. I can't wait to see Christmas now. And then when, yeah. finally, when, when Ray's right, like, yo, go kick his though. ass. Say what? I still can't believe those two, though, but sure. Oh, why? Why? You don't want him to come with Damian Priest. No, what I'm saying, we're supposed to believe that they are together, that they're just friends or what? Oh. What are we supposed to believe here? Oh, oh I, 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 see, I see what you're saying now. Okay. Yes. So, we've seen these guys have great matches before. That's not in WWE. And also the WWE match, which was in, uh, at TLC. So, they've had, you know, good matches. So, bell rings, and we, we automatically... Get into the action, which uh, you know Finn Balor AJ Styles you know deliver on. It's a basic Finn Balor style AJ Styles matchup. Finn trying to get the get the advantage when it comes to the pin. Uh, interference comes in where Dominic uh gets on uh he t- he grabs AJ's ankle off off the apron. Well, that pisses off the OC, and then they start fighting. OC starts fighting Damian Priest and Dominic. Into the crowd, so that takes care of them. Meanwhile, back into the ring, uh, we have AJ Styles who does a move that I love all the time. He hits it. It's when he does like this backflip into a D, into a DDT. Mm-hmm. But this way he, he did, did to, to like a final cut, whatever the case may be. So he did, did, did that to Finn Balor. Finn Balor kicks out. Uh, Finn Balor goes and uh, gives him like a uh, what was that uh, Cedric move that he used to do? You know, he hits you in the shoulders. And bring you down on your knees. The what? Okay, you know what? Like when, when he's on the shoulders, and it, 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 oh, Xavier Woods used to do it. And he, and then he throws you over and brings you down on their knees. Oh, 
like he throws you over his head and brings you down. He has you in the fireman's carry position. And they toss you over and then he's like and then you fall on his knees. That's a gut buster. Gut buster, okay. Yeah, I, if, I, we're talking about, if we're talking about the same move, then I think yeah, it's, a it's, it's, a, it's a gut buster. And then he gives him a Yushi, uh, 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 was a Yushi Garoshi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also with that as well. Uh, now, 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 you know, say, the, the crowd started getting into it, but now uh, AJ Styles goes to the top rope, goes for a 450 splash, but rolls through. Finn hits the shotgun dropkick, then hits the coup de grace, but misses. It kind of hurts his leg a little bit. And AJ goes between both the rings to hit a phenomenal forearm. I would have loved it if AJ got to the, went to the other ring and, and used that ring. And then AJ is 45 years old, man. Come on. <laughs> you know, he, I'm not saying go all the way over like the full length of two rings. I'm talking no, about, I'm talking, you're talking about to the other side. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm saying he's 45 years old. You know, you know that AJ could have hit that? At forty five, at forty five, leaping. Oh, first of all, as far as, as high, and as far as he, he looks, can do it. He could go high, but I don't think he go like far enough to go over the length of two rings, the little metal part, and also hit Finn Balor. Obviously, Finn would have to be a little bit closer. Yes, so I'm saying Finn would have to be like right at the first ring. For some look, even though AJ is, is, is older. I believe AJ can hit it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I believe AJ can um, hit it. I mean, I mean you know, it's like Brock. I think, can Brock still hit that, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that shoot start. Yeah, I mean, he, he's 45. Yeah, know? okay, but, she, but Brock don't even attempt that no more. AJ still does the phenomenal forearm. Come on now. You compare apples to oranges. Okay, well, can, can Kurt Angle still do the moonsault? Well, he all he he's still doing it. It's like his head be skimming the mat because we seen it with Barry Corbin. Uh, but so yeah, so 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 AJ wins, and uh, oh, side notes, I know. Yeah, just let's take a guess at what old time legend that I seen wrestling yesterday. Too cold, Scorpio. Older. Oh, uh, Ricky Bobby. Uh, who? <laughs> Man, that express. No, uh, older maybe. Older, damn. Okay, let's go, Barry Windham. No, but you're you're in the area. Okay. I need two more guesses. But yeah, yeah, I need two more in the area. Uh, uh, I said uh, older. I mean old, old, very old, like 80s, 70s. Oh, sure. Vern Grant ain't dead, so I can't. Uh, it. Kevin Von Eric, is he still alive? <laughs> he laid the last living one. It's uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh man, you, bro, you're going back too far. Mm-hmm. You, you you kept saying older. Oh, he was he was he was in the seventies and eighties and nineties. Yeah, but Ricky Dragon Steamboat, he about represent from the eighties, man. I'm just saying, cause you you, you got to be going back to you know. Damn, really. You try to think of people from like little Luthez, you know, the way you were um, talking. Well, I mean, him and Flair was the same, you know, years. Dude, can, can you still hit the arm drag? Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, hey, look, look. You already know who his opponent was. 
Who was it? Jericho? Same person, same person that's been wrestling old people all this year. Jay Lethal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was Jay Lethal. Of course it was Jay Lethal. This man said, my character is to wrestle with people this whole year. Next up, we have the worst match on the card. And we can just skip it. Shots, he loses. Okay. I do want to skip out, but we got to talk about some of these botches in the match, though. Do we have to? Yeah, bro, look. That arc, that DDT attempt on the apron, which was was botched, was just terrible. They tried to they, they 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 tried to sell the whole one, you know, like the one lucky punch for shots. That's it. Why the fuck are you doing that? And then there was a spot that she uh tries to dive over on the Ronda Rousey into the front row, and then it took it took it took a, a minute for that row to fucking go over. Mm-hmm. I said, get the fuck out of here. But however, yes, Shotzi loses. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we can't really skip past this matchup. But uh, Ronda Rousey, as she does the Pirates Pitch, about to put uh, Shotzi in the arm bar. She, she says something to the crowd, which he, I don't know if it gives a spoiler to what her next feud is. But she said, there is no democracy. Uh, there's only, uh, she said, was there's only one queen. I'm the queen. I'm just like, oh, we're doing Ronda and Charlotte again. <sighs> I hope we don't do Ronda and Charlotte again. But that's what it was alluding to. So, yeah, that that was the worst. And you're right. First of all, they didn't do anything to make me believe that Shotzi could win. Not at all. And I was like, you know, I'm sorry when that, that fall you triple H because when it comes to creative, you, you gotta make it feel like that, that you know that she can win or something. Yeah, not not just because they win a six person match. Yeah, there, I, I was I was like, she this is a SmackDown Women's Championship match. Like, damn, is there anything? Like, I, I I don't know what the plan is. Next up, triple threat match for the United States Championship: Seth Rollins. Versus Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley. When it comes to wrestling, when it comes to wrestling now, I thought this was the best match on the card. Mm-hmm. How, how, what did you think of it? Before we go into it. Yeah, I thought it was cool. The finish was creative. Still don't get why one of the people lost, but I mean, we'll see what happens. Alright, so Seth was over in this match. Yeah, of course. He's babyface Seth. Yeah. And I mean, they're they, they doing the chance of the, oh, you know, with, with his music and stuff. So, when the match starts, Bobby just straight bullies the shit out of Austin Theory and knocks him out the ring. Starts jawing with Seth Rollins. And then, after that, Austin trying to get back in the ring and then Seth Rollins uh, clothesline him right back outside the ring. I was like, y'all not going to be bitching Austin Theory all night. So, them two started wrestling. Seth Rollins about to go for a springboard on Bobby Lashley, but that's when uh, Austin Theory grabs Seth Rollins' leg and pulls him down. So, and now Austin Theory gets himself into the matchup. And now goes in there and baits Bobby into chasing him again to the ring, starts beating down on Bobby Lashley. It uh, goes his steps. Seth Rollins with the steel, uh, steel, steel steps, 
And then uh tries to do the same for Bobby, but Bobby comes back in, full head of steam, standing uh belly to belly suplex. Then he just does like one uh DDT and one flatliner, I guess at the same time. And he beat he's beating the shit out of uh both guys. It's a dominator to Seth Rollins, but then Austin Theory pulls his leg off of him just like he did with Seth Rollins when he tried to beat, win a championship as well. <clears throat> uh they go to the outside, Seth Rollins goes and he hits the steel uh he, he knocks Bobby to the steel steps. But then Austin Theory comes in there and then he's just going crazy with the steel steps. Uh, when we both when we get down in the ring, I'm I'm going to go close to this part here. I thought this was very creative. Uh, <clears throat> first, uh, Bobby hits the spine buster on Seth, and he tries to go for, he tries to go for the hurt lock. Austin Theory goes for a sleeper. He takes Austin Theory out. Seth hits the pedigree. Bobby kicks out. Then Bobby tries to go for a hurt lock on Austin Theory. And Seth Rollins at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Seth pushes him back into the into the into the ring. I was like, that's kind of even even to try that to me is kind of impressive. Uh, then Theory does a little roll through the ropes thing and like a blockbuster, but then tries to get an eight time down on Bobby, but Bobby puts him in a hurt lock, and then uh, Theory does the whole Bret Hart Survivor Series thing. Runs the ropes and knocks Bobby back. As soon as Bobby falls back and we get to the two count, Seth Frost comes off the top rope and hits a frog splash on Bobby. Yep. That was great. I was like, that was a well-timed spot. Uh, Bobby kicks out of the frog splash. And then now Seth Rollins uh, goes to Theory. And he goes for his, we see Seth do this all the time, his superplex uh, slash... Falcon Zero. So there's a mm-hmm. suplex to Austin Theory. Goes for the Falcon Zero. But meanwhile, he goes and Bobby spears Seth Rollins. And in the spear, I, I know how it was supposed to happen, but it didn't happen that way. Uh, Seth falls down and Theory falls on top of Seth. One, two, three. Seth, uh, Austin Theory wins the United States Championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I said, it, it, like I said, uh, other than uh, other than that, that, I think that was probably the only I don't want to say botch because you could tell by the way he was supposed to spear. Uh, he was supposed to like kind of like fall down on him. What I also didn't mention was both Theory and Bobby was down in the ring, and Seth Rollins used Theory to step up on uh, step up on his back to give a curb stomp to Bobby. Mm-hmm. Okay, elevated. Huh. Kind of like an elevated curve. Yeah, yeah, like elevated. I thought I was going to mention this spot. But yeah, Austin Theory is a new champion. Where does that go from here? I don't necessarily know. It could be a thing. Like, I, I wonder if they, if they now since they got the money in the bank off of them, they gave him the United States Championship. I know they, they, they think about that being the, the, the top belt on Raw, but I don't think he's going to be the top champion. I think this could be a door opening for them to split the championships off of Roman Reigns. Maybe we'll have to see what they do. And have Roman, uh, you know, I, I don't know how they're going to do it. What's going to happen? We got to check out Raw and everything like that, but that that's what I think it happened. Meanwhile, I, I wanted to wait to talk about this throughout the whole, instead of trying to go like piece to piece, 
Uh, I want to wait to talk about this as, as in, in the main event as a whole because we're now at the main event, which is the men's war games match, the bloodline taking on the brawling brutes, Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. In earlier in the show, uh, Jay Uso says, Look, I heard Sammy and Kevin talking on SmackDown. All right, I told you we ain't trust him since day one, and the only reason why I take out Sammy is because you ain't give the order. So what are we gonna do about it? And he says, "Well, we ain't gonna do nothing." He said, "It's my job to keep you know everything in in the bloodline." So you know, uh, I'm gonna you know talk to this man, man to man. We we gonna see what Sammy's head is at. He says, "Wise man, go calling Sammy." So after. The shotsy match is when Sammy comes, and then <laughs> and all he said was, he said phone call Sammy saying I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy comes in and he says, look, what's been going on? Why you lying to you? So he says, look, because I know the way they say you know this guy hates me and I don't know how he's gonna handle it. He's gonna be all kinds of like that. But uh, for for instance, I didn't talk to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens talked to me. He came to me. But he said, I'm loyal. I am here. Only five people get to come into your office. That's the wise man. That is Solo. That is the Usos. And that's me. I don't take that for granted. And he said, so, I know you and Kevin have been friends, but this is about my family. This is about blood. And I don't know if you can trust him. And he said, yeah, you can trust him. But he kept, he kept looking down a little bit, though. Uh, and Roman gives him a hug. And then he was kind of smiling, but his, but Sammy couldn't see it, but his face turned serious. So, we was like, we don't know where that's going to say lead to. But this main event did some excellent storytelling. So, Kevin Owens comes out. Now, at first, I, me and Prowse was like, why he ain't got his shorts on? But he couldn't find out he was doing a tribute to Dusty Rhodes. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, my God, Prowse. You, you going to be that guy? I know that I have a problem with like Dusty Rose never wore skinny jeans. They were they were skinny jeans. They, 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 yes, they, they were fitted. They were fitted. They were fitted. They were not they were not regular pants that Dusty Dusty was wearing. God. Okay. Well we would that can you, even do a super, can you even do a super kick in these pants? Man? He did. <laughs> he he had the tape, he had the bionic elbow, he had Dusty shirt. I was like, okay. He gives it the tribute to Dusty. I, I am, I'm happy with that. But the starting off is going to be Butch, a.k.a. Pete Dunn, taking on main event Jey Uso. That, uh, that's the one that's going to start the match. And by the way, you know, they all go, as Q-Flow said, they all blood tonight. So they, they had all the red. Uh, I'm wondering why Roman couldn't just have all red. He probably just like the black, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, I'm like, bro, this would have been the only time you could have rocked all red. Yo, that would have been cool if he came out there with some red pants, though. Wouldn't that your something? But he said, no, nah, we ain't doing oh, that. What if, what, if what if they all went to old school Roman Reigns where they all had the shield with us, like the red Roman Reigns little chest protector? I don't want to see that. they all said, like, bloodline or something? No, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Oh, I don't want to that's, like that's like when Triple H and Kurt Angle dressed up as the shield. Yeah, yeah, no. I was just like, no. I was just like, because. like, they a team. Cause that right, <laughs> cause that right there, it, it just brings you back to old school Roman. I'm just like, I, I no, I, I need Tribal Chief all the way. You know, say that shit for Jimmy and Jay. So Pete Dunn is just this whole five minute time 
is doing the f finger and hand manipulations with to Jay Uso. I did not realize or expect that was somebody put in the comments that that they won the advantage. So the ball and Bruce, I was like, what the hell? Usually the heels win the advantage. But I figured out why they did it that way. So I was like, obviously. obviously. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, okay, that 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 makes sense. So, <clears throat> but uh, so after a while, after the five minutes is over, uh, Rich Holland comes in and he comes in there full head of steam and just starts ramming Jay Uso into the corner, doing run backs, and then they go high low. Him and uh, Butch go high low on on um, Jay Uso. And then they go, uh, we're going to figure some more. Meanwhile, you see inside one of the shark cages, it's funny. Roman Reigns is sitting in a chair. He's like, I'm, I'm not standing. I'm not going to be out here standing for no 20 minutes. He said, no, I won't bring a chair in here. I won't sit in the chair. But what, what was funny, though, is uh, the bell rings because Jimmy Uso is like, Yo, let me go help my brother because he can jump right now. He's about to go out. Roman just grabs him, and then he just points at Sammy like, go out there. And it's like, team building exercise. Sammy's just like, all right, what the hell to do? So, Sammy, Sammy is, is, is next up and going in there. Then uh, Jay starts helping out Sammy. Sammy knocks Rich Holland in the middle and starts doing, like, all these uh, stops on Ridge Holland. And then they are brawling back and forth. And then next up is uh, they have a little scuff. They don't have scuff on the ring, but they kind of like argue in the ring, which gives Butch a chance to do a moonsault and then Rich Holland do like a double shoulder back toss to both of them. Now the, the, the timer goes out again. It's time for Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre comes into the ring. Uh, it, you know, uh, head full steam starts launching. Sammy and Jimmy Uso belly to bellies across the ring. I love the Drew McIntyre belly to belly where he just like launches the shit out you. Mm -hmm, yeah. And you'd be flying. Especially and, if you get air to do it to like Sammy. Oh yeah. Future side DT to Sammy Zayn and with, 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 with the kip up. Uh, my thing is how many times does Butch get tossed to this cage like through the middle row? Like I swear this man must hit that cage 28 times. Last night. Man, he was like, like Dakota, Dakota got tossed into the cage a lot yesterday too. So. I was just like, sheesh, I need some blood in here. <laughs> no pun intended. Jimmy's out next, and Jimmy's like, no, nah, we, we doing this. He brings in a table. He starts bringing in some chairs. He, <laughs> He's he, tired too. Say what? So he was tired too. Jimmy? Yes, I had to, I think he on four tables. He was like, sheesh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh you talking about, I was about to say, like, I didn't show the time before he got in the match. I, I was like, yo, but yeah, all, all that shit, you know, bringing that shit back, Sam had to come out there and help him. Yeah, he's like, whew, all right. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. So, Sam, I set the table, but then Jimmy's just like, yo, man, go tell me and my brother got this. And then Jay pushes Sammy. And they was like, oh, what the fuck going on? And then Sammy pushes Jay, but they, they about to start fighting. And Jimmy got to break this whole thing up while Roman in the, in the case is like, all right, I'm get this shit together before the time I get up in there. And then so they, they, they go and try to take care of business. They, they start throwing uh, Drew McIntyre along the cages and, and Butch stuff like that. They go uh, finally set up a table 
over in the corner in the second ring. So, <clears throat> so then uh, next up is Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens comes out to the ring, and Kevin Owens he goes and he he goes and starts pulling out uh, chairs and things like that. He starts hitting everybody. He starts going in there, hitting everybody with with, with the steel with the chairs. It's mostly Jimmy and Jay. He goes at the cannonball, but then oh, and a swanton. But then he goes and it's a a stare down with him and Sami Zayn. He's like, all right, you gonna hit? You gonna hit him? But then Ray Chalk goes up from behind and starts hitting Sam. I was like, okay, that's obviously going to be the tease all night. Is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn going to, you know, interact? Uh, meanwhile, so, uh, so, well, before Soul comes in there, Kevin Owens just backdrops Jimmy Uso to a table. Just like random. It's no build up spot or nothing. He just randomly backdrops Jimmy Uso to a table. Like, oh shit, there's a table here. Solo comes. Dang, that's that's what I used the table spot for. Just this one little random spot. <laughs> What's it? What? Not even. That's what y'all used. It wasn't even a pop up power bomb or nothing. It just a random backdrop. I was like, okay. Yeah, and so I was I was saying I was like, I don't pop up power bomb or, or stuff from the top. It was just like, all right, let, let's do this. Uh, Solo and Kevin Owens say each other down. They they fighting they give some a shoulder back toss on the steel being that's connecting both of the rings. Then Solo is uh out there with Drew McIntyre. This is like my little one nitpick. I listen. Because we've seen how Solo been over the weeks, right? Like we, we know Solo's like a, a regular person. Yeah. He's like, don't, don't play games. But in this one spot, he was acting like Umaga. He, he, he kind of did remind me like Umaga. But like it was just that one spot because like the one spot he was like... <laughs> And he kicked him and he knows what he was like, yeah, like, we know that. Like a, you know, a regular person. You know, I like a manga. Because it was quote unquote the monster. He ain't talk. He ain't do none of that. So I'm like, exactly. You can't just go from, you can't just go from, I'm talking regular and I'm talking regular to them being a manga, you know. So that was just my one little thing. All right, Sam. Next up is Seamus in the ring. Seamus comes in, but then Sam tries to hold the door closed so Seamus can so get inside the ring. But this Seamus just like throws the door back at Sammy, comes into the ring, uh, and then starts uh, bringing heavy, wakes up the brawling Bruce, and they start attacking everybody in the ring. Gives a white noise to Solo from the middle rope, which he kind of struggled a little bit, but he he, he finally give it to him. Then here it is, which is the reason why they had the advantage, so Roman Reigns could come in last. So Roman is in the ring. He just he slowly walks in there. Helps up his family. Helps up his team. Well, and, he helped up Jay also. Yeah. That's it. He's he staring them down. And then they... they, they, they Braun Bruce is in one ring. Bud in the other ring. Did the whole stare down thing. And then now the brawling begins. And uh, he giving out Superman punches. And then... Uh, he, he, he goes for another one for Sheamus. But Sheamus catches it. And now, all in between the middle of the ring, each member of the Brawling Brute has a remember the bloodline, and they give him those chest beats that Sheamus does. Yes, yeah, Sheamus and Ridge Holland went for like 20. Everybody yeah, went for 25. What did you say, what? Sheamus did 25. Okay, 25 went like Roman Reigns, but Ridge went for like 20. But everybody else went for like 10. I was like, all right, we done. 
And then Drew randomly like just hit Roman at the end. Like, that was messed up. That was messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 25, 26. Yeah, 26. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because th- th- this is what we're going to do. Uh, I liked. Uh, so, after that's happening, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we keep on going. You know what I'm saying? Fighting in the matchup. Sheamus. Is about to call for the bro kick to uh, Roman Reigns, but then Solo moves out the moves Roman out the way, and then he hits uh, you know a bro kick on Solo Sokoa. Meanwhile, uh, Sami Zayn is, is on Butch, and he's like, "Do you know who this is?" Because he he's trying to attack uh, Roman Reigns, and then as he pulls as he pulls him up. Jay Uso trying to go for a super kick on Butch. Butch gets out the way and he, and Jay, uh, Jay super kicks um, Sami Zayn. And I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> so, but but Jay like yo man, screw him, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? They give Butch a one D from the top rope, uh, but then Ridge Holland breaks it up, and then Ridge Holland uh, gets double super kicked, and then. Gets speared to the tail by Roman Reigns. So now Ridge Holland is is, is out. So now we're down to, to, to Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns, and then but Solo Sokoa comes in and gives him the the half Solo through through a table. I think they set up in the ring. I I missed when they set that table up. So Drew McIntyre is out. Now Solo gets a stunner, and then Roman pulls Kevin Owens off Solo. So now we're getting a. a you know that that rival. What year was it? Two thousand eighteen. It was, or no, or, or twenty twenty when it was Kevin Owens and Roman rivalry. Twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. Yeah, he said. So I ain't forget. So he goes and him and Roman have an exchange. He blocks the he blocks Superman punch. Hits Roman with a pop up power bomb. Beautiful, and then hits Roman with a stunner. No, 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 no stunner. It should just be the pop up power. Bomb. I said, but he he did hit the stunner. I know what I'm saying. Uh, oh, he yeah. should not. She, she should not. It's, I'm like, they do power bombs, and Mister. Why not just let him do the package power driver? Oh, you know they're not even. Even Vince going, they're not gonna let him do the. You know they're not gonna let him do the Patrick package power so, but, driver. But everybody can do a Canadian destroyer, but he can't do a package power driver. I, probably, you know, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> See, exactly. I'm like Kevin Owens. That used to be his finisher. He used to do it, and now he he got to reduce to a stunt. I just like okay. The stunner um, just don't feel like Kevin Owens. Like the power bomb, power bomb, or the package power driver, but the stunner just don't work for me. So. It don't feel, uh, yeah, I, 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 I can't say that sentiment. As referee's going for the count, Sami Zayn stops referee from counting, and then he just staring at Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens is like, "Really? That's that's what you're going to do? They do the stare down?" He's like, "Yo, come on, man. Why would you do that?" And then so he goes, "Everybody pick up Roman." Uh, Jimmy goes for a super kick, but Kevin Owens catches it, and then Sami Zayn low blows Kevin Owens, and he looks like, oh man, I just hit my best friend, and then he's over in the corner, and then Sami's just like, we are already here, let's do it, gives him a halluva kick to Kevin Owens in the corner, and he just catches his body, his limp body, right there on his chest, and then he throws him down to the ground, and then Jay Uso does the Uso splash and pins Kevin Owens. 
Bloodline win the matchup. Bloodline win, but it was still, I was still like, damn, they didn't even get Roman to pin. I guess it was a good storyline thing, but I thought Roman would have been standing there and Roman would have been the one to get the pin. He would offer them up to Roman. But Roman stands there, he goes over, he hugs Sami Zayn, and he, he hugs him, and the crowd pops for that, and like that. But then the pop, the crowd pops big when Jay Uso, like, you know, gives a congratulatory, and he hugs him, and he picks him up and everything. So now it's just like, yo, that got like the biggest pop of the night. <laughs> I mean, this, this whole thing is over, bro. This whole thing is over because even when yeah, there was a part in the matchup where uh, something's about to happen to Jay Uso, and then even though after he got super kicked, Sammy pulled Jay Uso out the way. So he's trying to prove that you know, look, I'm here for it. This is this is the one of the best things going in wrestling today with this whole bloodline storyline. Yep, but I will say though, um, there was a point where like Roman wasn't in the middle, Sammy was in the middle. And Roman was like, I'm like, give him a look. And I'm like, that, that could be something that they use. We'll see. It, it's not like, I, I don't, like, he, Sam is getting, like, he's mega over with this right now with his bloodline. So mm-hmm. it's the whole thing. Like I said, I don't know if they're going to try to split the championships. And because as of right now, as of right now, of course, all, I thought the match was, I thought, I thought the, the uh, match was great. Uh, kind of great storytelling because you, you you need all that, but it was great storytelling. The idea of Cody coming back and beating Roman, it seemed like that, that storyline fire kind of had died off a little bit because Cody hasn't been here, and this has been the hot new story. And I don't and because I I think the original plan is to have Sammy go after them tag team championships with Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. It could be a thing where he is so fucking over. Nah. Look, look, there's been a thing with people being very over and then people giving what they want and they wasn't happy. Remember Otis was over, then they gave him the money in the bank. Okay, was like, no, oh. that, that, that was, okay, just because Otis was over. He, come on, Brian, once again, you already know, because just because Otis was over does not mean that the money in the bank should have been the thing. Like, when Dale Bryan was over, like, okay, let's cry Dale Bryan. We've seen Sami Zayn be a mega face in NXT before. And coming yes, to- I just... I guess this Sammy, I'm like, he's not that that Sammy to where I like I don't take him seriously. This man came in in the uh in the room and did the running man on top of Ridge Holland. I'm like, <laughs> this the guy this the guy that's about to defeat Roman's a thousand day reign or whatever? This guy? He came in did the running man on top of Ridge. That's he did. <laughs> real shit though. Dead, I'm like, nah, dead, nah, nah, dead. if he was like now, if something happens and he gets more serious in the storyline and it causes him to get more serious, then yes, but at, like right now he's over, yes, but I don't see him doing anything about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was pretty proud. Um, like I said, so I don't necessarily know, but right now I'm interested in it because right now I still believe that the plan for WrestleMania is Owens and Zayn. Versus the Usos for the tag team championships. Yeah. And that will be... Because first of all, each... It seems like each man match that, that, that they're trying to do is like... Hey, man, this is going to be... Like, a storyline-driven WrestleMania where it's not like shit was just built up with, with the past two or three weeks. Because 
I gotta see the conclusion of this thing, man. This this thing is like the hottest thing going right now, and especially because like now, what this thing did was for the last two matches of the card when it came to Austin Theory and it came to the Bloodline. Now I gotta see. Now I gotta see Raw SmackDown. You know what I'm saying? After all the first part stuff, like Becky coming back, like after that, AJ and Shotzi, I don't need to see the shows. But for when Austin Theory and to see what happened with the Bloodline and Sammy, I gotta see Raw SmackDown. That's how that's how it made me feel, and that's I think that's a good thing. So Survivor Series gets a thumbs up, uh, War Games for me for it being the first one. How about you? Yeah, I get what it was. It was alright. The two matches did what they needed to deliver, so I get it on that. Now, do you think that if it's properly booked, we we do a Raw versus SmackDown War Games? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, some also got to be on the line, also. Oh yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know what it will be, but I'm saying like I can easily see them being like. We're the best brand. Even like we're the best brand. Not we're the best. Brand. Like they started themselves, or yeah. something like not just just because it's Survivor Series where we just do brand to brand. And we just in a team. Like you can even have like be a month before and be like you know what? Since I'm wrestling on the best brand, I'm gonna bring the best action. And then he just keeps saying it to whoever. And then somebody from the other brand come up like, well, no, no, nah, nah, you ain't the best because we the best. Or something. I mean, what? Well, it makes it feel like. The wrestlers themselves are doing it, not just putting it together just because it's that time of year. Yeah, that's it. Like I said, so hope. Like I don't know. Like if if you, long as you you do something with the Raw versus SmackDown uh, way of doing things, I'm cool with it. I don't mind seeing a Raw versus SmackDown War Games as opposed to seeing a Raw versus SmackDown Five on Five Survivor Series match. I'd rather mm-hmm. see the War Games match. Yeah. I'd rather see the Raw versus SmackDown because it, 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 it it'll give. It'll give them, you know, something. But, you know, Twitch will, will figure that out because now he has a year to, to think about it. And he has a year to book his way going up into the next year, so the 2023 Survivor Series. And hopefully, mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, I want him to bring back, because I, I, I really think Triple H wants to bring back the Classic Five. He's an old school guy. And I think the Classic Five, uh, not temptations, but the classic five pay per views that they had from Rumble, Mania, King of the Ring, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series was a great cap off, you know, for the shows. That that, that album with all your best booking and all your best stuff goes. And I, me personally, I'm all fan of making Survivor Series War Games, making it, you know, back to one of the big four and getting rid of Money in the Bank, all the way. Okay. You have no, you have no quarrel with me uh, with that. So, uh, yeah, well, you, you give it a thumbs up. Give it a thumbs up as well. I give it a thumbs up. Yeah. I mean, minus Shotzi and in, in, in uh, Ronda, obviously. No, I mean it was alright. Like it, the show was okay. What I'm saying, like it wasn't nothing like monumental in my opinion so like it was just a regular show which is cool which is cool but obviously it was on the level of SummerSlam or Mania so it did which I I do like I said I do think once you gotta start somewhere and you gotta see Survivor Series has been down for a long time they said this is the best drawing Survivor Series in in the 35 year history yeah well I mean I just bet 
if you think about like like to, in my personal opinion, the last great Survivor series from top to bottom show wise was two thousand. Yeah, but I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about even before the show was over, they already knew like, all right, this is the money we got from the show, and this is the the ratings we got from it and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, that's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's what I'm saying. So I you know, it's been it's been like one of the better survivor series in a long time to the top of the card. So and like I said, that that really helps with the whole uh the war games aspect of it. So pretty soon, if they if they like war games is coming next year, and we got we, we got an actual faction thing that we can really build off this thing, then yeah, they can help sell tickets. You can put that shit back in the stadium, but it'll be hard. Mm-hmm. It'll be hard to do a stadium in November, though. I do understand that. So, but you can always you do, do you a can, dome. Yeah, you can. I you can always do a dome. You can do uh, stuff like that. All right, we're actually halfway done. So. Only one more thing to get into, because I want to flip the script over to AEW. Did you happen to see uh, AEW this past Wednesday? Uh, I mean, it's okay if you did. I'm just asking. I'm trying to think. I saw some of it, I think. Well, your boy Ricky Starks... uh, you know, he's going to winners coming against MJF. Regal came out and uh, was talking about how, you know, why he helped MJF and how MJF is coming next week. Moxie comes out, was about to fucking kill him, and then Brian Danielson stopped Moxie from killing Regal. He told Regal, he told Regal to walk and you uh, leave here and never come back. The Lion Kingdom. Yeah. Bro, first of all, there's rumors that he, he may be headed back to WWE. He's not. He signed a year contract. Yeah, he said a year contract. Yes. How how long has he been there? It's been almost a year now, hasn't it? No. Yeah. How how long is it? How long is it? like he can't he can't win? Oh, you know what? It's probably until next year. Like like probably to like the spring of next year or summer of next year. Yes, he's, he's kind of he. Yeah, he's been there for a while, but not like. Yeah, he, his contract is not up yet. Okay. Oh, I'm just saying you you already know Triple H is knocking on his door like Regal, come back. You should, you should do this war games thing for me. Yeah, he and he definitely shared a video. It was like uh, all the times Regal said war games and compilation. Did did you put it up or somebody fan made it? No, Triple H put it up. Oh, he missed his buddy. He missed his blood. He, now he over there saying blood and guts. <laughs> so. Maybe just like, war games, war games, war games. That's, that's just go back to back to back. So, like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, they, they, that was like mostly the, the, the highlight of it. Of course, the, then, then the, of course, the elite took on Death Triangle in match number two, where uh, they. We're making fun of CM Punk in the in the matchup in Chicago, and they didn't care. That's this is the elite that I don't like. Explain, if you don't like, mind. just go wrestle. Why you like? We got to bite the guy. We got to do a botch of uh, 
Buckshot Larry. I'm like, we got to do a GTS. I'm like, this, this is the, that's why I, sometimes I just don't like when they do stuff like that. They try to be too clever. Uh-huh. Especially when it's being simple. Like, don't I like y'all like get beat up? Like, <laughs> don't I like y'all like y'all get beat up? Yeah, don't like y'all with y'all y'all were Vince walking out with the limp, not CM Punk. Yeah, oh. <laughs> he talking about Bret Hart. Y'all were Vince walking walking away with the limp on the on the footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah, I just I basically it should just be like be like humble. Not humble, just yeah. wrestle, just wrestle as the elite. You don't yeah. have to make fun of CM. Like you don't have to do the the. The obvious stuff, uh, you know. I thought y'all was gonna come back and be serious, but y'all coming back and be silly again. Yeah, because there was time that they were definitely just being mm. like you do that when you the heels and you can be goofy heels. But if y'all the faces, why are y'all like? I'm not expecting y'all to come out as Ghostbusters again. That's the face. I'm sure y'all oh lord, more. I hate the yes. Ghostbusters thing. Yes, like they coming back and be the same silly like. Characters, you can't do that. But yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so one thing I did not get a chance to do was to talk about full gear. So I just want to do a quick. I just want to do a recap of full gear. So I didn't get a chance to talk about it uh, when um, it happened. So uh, let let's just go over the matches real quick. Like I said I, I can't give a detailed review because this thing is over a week old, obviously. But uh, I do want to get a recap of my thoughts about it and, you know, uh, the, the things I liked about it and things I didn't like about it, stuff like that. I didn't see any of the pre-show stuff. And I don't think if you did, probably you remember any of the pre-show stuff. I don't the, think so. Yeah, so they, they, they start off with Jungle Boy Jack Perry taking on Luchasaurus in a steel cage match. Great opener in my personal opinion. Mm. Huh? Mm. I knew I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say that. They uh Christian Cage came out there in the arm brace. New sources is beating the shit beating the shit out of Jack Perry. And then uh Christian tries to open the door. But he opens the door, but when he does, Jack Perry comes out, tries to attack him, and then Lucha Source comes out to uh stop him. So the match is getting out of control and then they start fighting on the outside for a little bit. Then they get back in there, but Lucha Source decides to bring it bring in the table. Uh while in some chairs while they were outside, so uh, when they come back into the ring now, the table and the chairs in the ring, Luchasaurus is there and like powerbomb Jack Perry. There was this one spot where uh, Jack has the chair open, and then he kind of like runs up the chair and does a Canadian destroyer or a destroyer on uh, Luchasaurus, then does like a, a prettier uh, to him. On the chair, he kicks out. Then, in that same open chair, uh, Luchasaurus gives Jungle Boy a huge, like, this is like Pat Patterson level air. Remember when I take a choke slam, Pat Patterson, or like Judgment Day to the announce table? Yeah. And I was like, them legs went up. But that, that's how it was uh, when it came to uh, the choke slam of Jungle Boy through, through that chair. That shit, like, it sucked. But, uh, Jungle Boy kicks out. This is the thing I did not like. He goes, Lucius goes for a tombstone. And then he holds him. And then he picks him back up. And there's a front face slam. And Jungle Boy still kicks out. 
like that wasn't needed. Cause like you like, I'm sorry that you didn't need to do that. Do that. I know you would like to do like a double tombstone. Like you would kick out with a double tombstone. Uh, the, the, they set the table up in the ring, and he lays his exclusive swords across it, and it does this elbow. This elbow is very very weak. Uh, it's just, it's a. Uh, I don't know if he get enough air. If he, if he was scared to do it, whatever the case may be, but it's like he hits him and the table kind of like just breaks slowly, puts him in the snare trap, and then Luchasaurus tap out. I thought the match was pretty. I thought the match was good. Now, probably said he didn't like the match too much. Is it because it's Jungle Boy? Is it Cage? Or what, what, what was it that, that just didn't do it for you? No, it just, I don't know. It's just, I feel like it was real slow. It just it was like, oh, okay. There's a lot of stuff. This man about died. Killed this man about died. I'm still kicking out of everything. And then wins with a sloppy elbow drop. The AEW tends to do that shit a lot. So, uh, what I'll tell you which one wasn't slow, which was uh, the Elite taking on uh, Death Triangle in, the, in match one of the best seven series. And I was sitting there like... Oh wow! No, I we that. don't. We don't need seven. I'm not excited for that at all. I, oh shit! We did. It's, it's gonna be a lot of fucking matches between them. And, we know, don't need seven. Not at all. We don't need five. We could have been good with three. You know, it, it's because it's, it's gonna be hard to. It's gonna be hard to figure out what the fucking do in seven matches with the, the way they, they they move so fast. Mm, the only the best the best. Tag team best of seven I seen was Motor City Machine Guns versus Beer Money. Oh, that's a pretty good. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Also, Booker T and Voldemort was a good best seven. Uh, I said I said tag team. Tag team, yeah, okay, got you. I mean, Voldemort was on the tag team. <laughs> Voldemort and that goddamn blow. It was a tag, best tag team. <laughs> and that uh. Of course, they just do so many crazy spots. The the whole story of the thing was, uh, Pack tried to get Phoenix to use the hammer that he tossed him, and Phoenix like, no, I'm gonna be a good guy. But then when Kenny Omega gets him up in the one wing angel, he does end up using uh the hammer to hit him in the head, and then he pins uh rolls Kenny Omega up and wins the matchup that way. So they are. What is tied now? I believe they lost on Dynamite. So, uh, next up is the t- singles match for the TBS Championship. It's uh, Jay Cargill taking on Nyla Rose. In my personal opinion, this is one of Jay Cargill's better matches. I don't know if it's because Nala Rose or it's because because like I said because she has been getting better. She comes out looking like a a, a Thundercat. Oh, it was it um yeah a Thundercat. I I I I enjoyed the cosplay that she did. I I don't know the th- all the Thundercats by name because I used to watch them. But I don't remember them like that. Do you, you you remember the one it was? I don't know. Okay. Uh, but I I thought this match was actually solid. You know the, the pacing was 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 fine. They actually tried. They actually stole each other's finishing moves to try to finish each other off that way. But Jade finally hits the uh, Jaden on Anala Rose and wins the matchup. Can- yeah, she said she can't wear this type of attire anymore either. Who? Jade. 
Why? What happened? She wasn't exposed or anything. <laughs> she wasn't, but like that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of she. She like, that's a she like, that's a lot to to try to you know, do. I'm looking at her. I'm looking at the, the time right now, and I'm just like she. She has on tights, and then the way the thunder. Those are not. Those are not tights. Oh, that's paint. I stay corrected. Yeah, so they had to paint all of that. Ah, uh, I. <laughs> my apologies. Yes. So that's 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 why. That's. Okay, I can see that she probably had some tights on to be different. Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. I got you. All right. My bad, price. <laughs> my mm-hmm. woo. They had to get that, but uh, real quick because you know I, I kind of combine this with with, with with dynamite. Uh, my girl Van Velvet came back looking good. I don't know if you, you didn't see her on dynamite, but she you know she was looking great. But then. They kicked Layla Hogan out the group. Yeah, Layla Hogan. Yeah, and 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 Kiara Hogan. Okay, dash. I I I mixed the two names because Layla Le- Le- Grace still in the group, but yeah, Kiara Hogan. They kicked Kiara Hogan out the group, and I'm like, yeah, I think that was a mistake. That makes sense to me. She needs to. I mean, Ray Velvet can wrestle. Can wrestle as good as Kiara Hogan. Kiara Hogan uh, is the best out of the three, so they probably want to. Kiara Hogan should have been a singles person when she got into the company. Then they did nothing with her, and they put her in the baddest. So they probably like, okay, maybe we can see what Kiara Hogan can do by herself. I mean, probably should, if, she, if she wants to feud with them, sure. But I, I'm just like, but can can we get like Layla Gray? I don't know. It's all about her. I just don't like. She because she needs to be more in a tag team. That's why her and Red Velvet are going to be the tag team, and then. Kira Hogan will try to be by herself and stuff. Now, I mean, shit. If it now, if you if if something happened to impact that Tasha Steele come back and then Fire and Flavor come back, then yeah, I'm with that. But I doubt that's gonna happen though. But I I I, I enjoyed I I enjoyed Fire and Flavor. Next up, we had the Fatal Four Way. Uh, Match for the Ring of Honor Championship, which I thought was another good match of Claudio Casanoli, Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara, and Chris Jericho. All doing a fatal four way matchup for the Ring of Honor Championship, even though it gets more love than the AEW Championship. Uh, there was a time with, uh, at first, it's kind of like how it was with. 2002 Elimination Chamber with Jericho which was just tag team the whole time. Well, that's how it was with, with Sammy and Chris Jericho. I mean, Danielson and, and, and uh, Claudio, they, they're on the same team too, but they decided to turn and turn eyes and fight each other. It was a fatal four-way. And Guevara tried to do the same thing with Chris Jericho and things broke down. So, I thought that, that built the thing up. But Jericho does hit a juice effect on Claudio and retains the championship. Which he was going to do anyway until, you know, Daniel Garcia takes that. Uh, I don't think that, I don't think Garcia is going to be the one to take it. You don't think it's going to be Garcia? No. Who do you think it's going to be? Not Garcia. But got to be somebody from Ring of, uh, somebody from, like, familiar with Ring of Honor, though, right? I mean, it could be anybody, but it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be Garcia, though. Okay. They did a. Uh, uh, it's 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 
Britt Baker DMD, Dr. Britt Baker DMD, taking on Soraya. Her first match back in five years, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And it was great to see her back. She was taken. I mean, the match moved slow because obviously she had been in the ring in five years. But uh, she was taking some some bumps on the neck, I guess, to really show, like, hey, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I, look, this match was cool or whatever. It just, it, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of factors in this match that's maybe not like it. I, every time she took a bump, they had to do the Owen Hart voice. Now I'm, I'm like, all right. You said the Owen Hart just, voice, you said? The Owen Hart voice. Every time she took a bump, oh my God, I, I don't know if she'll be able to. Oh, 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 oh I see what you, I see what yeah. you mean. I was, I, was, yes. I was confused for a minute. Every time she 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 do something, oh my God, did she fall on her neck? Oh, she gets out. Oh, but that kick out that arm, that's a lot of voltage in your arm, and maybe that's gonna cause a neck problem. I'm like, okay, all right, I don't need it. I don't need all this. Yeah, no, and then it was kind of it was kind of getting long at us at a not long for them, but just long like. No, it, it no, yeah, I, I'm, it was dragging. It, the, the the match was. Like if you're not watching highlights of it, the match dragged, and, I, and also like I said, it's also because you got Soraya who hasn't been in the ring in five years. She it's got, not even that. It's like Soraya has a how many signature moves? Like four. After she hit all them, they still went for like another ten minutes, and I'm like, well, what else is there to do? I mean, she now we we both know she does have more than that. But I don't think I'm she talking was... about I'm talking about fin- fin- moves to put people away, not just punches. I'm talking about like the rampage, the PTO. What else does she have? The page turner. Yeah, she did all of them, and then it was still like ten minutes. I was like, well, okay. So she just ended up hitting the rampage twice, and I was like, okay, well. Right. Yeah, I mean, she did probably could go for submission, but I, but mostly it was her taking the punch, but like. Britt Baker did like the twisted neck breaker from the apron to the outside. She did neck breaker from the middle rope to you know to, to the floor. She she put like the uh the little neck grab. Like she was doing a lot of shit to her, and I was just sitting there, was like, man, like what the fuck? Uh, so I I mean I get it, but it it, it moved slow, and then she did hit the rampage on her twice. Actually, if you totaled the whole time of the match. She hit it on her like three times, I believe. Yeah, three or four. Yep. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, this is a lot. So, I mean, she, once she gets back into the like, like into the swing of things, I think it, it'll be it'll be much better. It's her first match back, and you know, it was like it, it's it gets. Look, I like Britt Baker. And it comes to the character, and she and she has got a lot better since the since eight eight first started. But she still is like she's not a match carrier. Uh-uh. She's not on that, you know, like, you, you got some people that can be like, hey, we can go in here and I can carry this match and make you look great. And then some people are like, I can drive it and because you're still trying to get back in there. She, she's not on that Charlotte or Sasha level. She's she's suitable for what she does. But, you know, carrying the matchup and leading the match is not what, is not what she's, her, her forte is. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? And shit, reality, Soraya is better than a bit bigger, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have saw it tonight, though. Uh, let's see here that she picks up the win there. Samoa Joe took on Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs. Big hoss fight, which is stuff that I, I love seeing. 
And I really thought that uh, maybe, just maybe, Will Hobbs could have won here. Because there was an opportunity to do that. I'm not saying pin Wardlow, but he hasn't been doing anything with Wardlow since he beat MJF. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But it was a Paramount Symphony that he that he hit him in the head and he 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 choked out Hobbs and Samoa Joe is now a two t- is, is a double champion. The reason was it the, the the TNT champion and the Ring of Honor. Basically the same thing. Yeah, the, the same television shit. champion. Yeah. Television champion for two show for two companies. Yeah. Well, if you enjoyed Ric Flair's last match, you're gonna enjoy this team because we had Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal taking on Sting and Darby Allen. Uh Jeff Jarrett came out with all these people in like Sting mask and hoodies, and I was like, Why would you do that? And then the lights go down, Darby Allen comes, but it's just Darby, and you see one of the people that came out with Jeff Jarrett, it was like, Oh, there's Sting. How many times have we done this spot? Like how many? I wish you would. I wish you would have actually took the mask off and it was like under 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 one of the things but he didn't do it. Yeah, the, the, the old school WCW way. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jeff Jarrett, I ain't gonna lie, still looks pretty good for his in his fifties. You know, Jeff Jeff can still like. Go. He can still do a singles or a tag match like they needed him to, which is what I, I'm glad he's kind of like doing that. But like, I'll be honest with you, when it's him and Karen, I can't take it. I just can't. I oh can't yeah, do no, it. I can't do that. So I, when he was when he was waiting for people to come out, I was like, no, please not Karen. But it was a Karen. I'm like, thank you. So Darby becomes Darby. He sets up this ladder on the st- on the stage. He goes on the stage and to do a coffin drop off the ladder, off the stage, down to Satnam Singh. Satnam Singh, like, no, screw this. He caught, he caught him, gave him a razor's edge on the stage. I was like, God. Like, the, 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 the shit he, he, he takes. Sting was just like, hold on, I got to get my dive in. Dive with the outside of the crowd, dive on Jay Lethal. Like, well, isn't is his contract? Tony Khan said, hey, since you came back, you have... Then dive all you want to. For me, all of his matches have been hardcore matches, so that is absolutely true. Yeah. Which which <laughs> why are they still tagging? Like, why was Jared and Lethal still tagging each other? Like, they actually was fighting all over the place and then they got back in the ring to tag each other in and out. I don't know. Maybe it's just something that they used to, because I I was asking the same thing. So I don't know. Maybe it's just something they used to and just attack, but I, I really don't know. Yeah. Because well, they definitely said it's a no disqualification. Exactly. They changed it like an hour before. It's like, all right, there's no disqualification, no DQ. Hold up. Yeah, see that. That's the shit I'm talking about. So then Saddam Singh comes in the ring, gives Sting a choke slam, and Jared tries to cover him, but it doesn't work. But then I was like, I, yeah. you, I was like, I was okay, very impressed with that choke slam, by the way. Yeah, he did with his left hand. And like, uh, Lethal combination to Darby Allen, but Jeff Jerry tries to go up to hit, hit hit him with the guitar, and he puts Jay Lethal in the way. He covers his head, but then Darby pushes Jay Lethal into Jeff Jerry. Jerry, meanwhile, as Darby's coming back for the coffin drop, hits Darby right in the back, and then Sandal Singh bring his big ass in there, and then Sting tries to go for a Scorpion Death Drop. Hold on, say say one more time. Saddam Singh brings his big ass in the no, ring. Right before that? Right before that? Uh, 
he gets hit in the back with the guitar. Yes, he did a Hulk up. No, I'm talking about Darby Allen. He did a Hulk up. Oh shit, he did. Great, because that, that's what we need, right? <laughs> a Hulk up. I mean, I thought Sting was gonna be the one to do it because I knew Sting. I thought that's what I thought he was gonna hit Sting. And Sting was gonna no sell it, but like he, he did it to Darby. Darby took the coffin drop and then like kept up the no sell, no sold it. Yeah, and then that's what it went into the side of seeing coming back and them doing a death drop, which which I'll be honest, I, that is the only thing I did. Like you mean tell me the first time this guy take a bump is for Sting and Darby Allen. No offense to Sting and Darby Allen, but Darby is too small to be doing a coffin drop for him. And to like, you got mad at me because I wanted to see Warlow power bomb him. Warlow power. That's still. It's like you got to a power bomb is too strong. You got to do something else, not a power bomb. A spine buster, okay. Something where it don't take the other person to, to help you with the move. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying, but if, if Wardlow could have got him up by himself, that big son bitch and powerbombed him, that would have been better than seeing him get a, a coffin drop, uh, Sting Scorpion jet drop at the same time. Yeah. And then, so Jay Lethal goes for the the lethal injection, and then but Sting catches him into the Sting Scorpion drop, and then Darby hits the coffin drop. And they end up winning the matchup. Yep. Because what hardcore tag team match did they ever lose? None. Sting is undefeated. Yes. Best one of the best matches on the card. Tony Storm taking on Jamie Hayter for at the time it was the interim te- it was the interim women's champion. But on Dynamite, they officially said Jamie Hayter is the champion. Thunder Rose ain't come back to get it. He's not come back to be the champion. I was like, thank God. Thank God. And the crowd was like really behind uh, Jamie Hader in this part. I was yeah, like, because yeah. Jamie Hader is dope. Yeah, but I agree with you. I told you Jamie Hader should have won a while ago. I was like, I'm tired of Jamie Hader uh, just not get, getting the love. But I was just like, all right. First of all, side peep this. When Tony Storm is not wearing her armbands, she loses. When she does, she wins the match. When she came out, I was excited because she wasn't wearing no armbands. Did you, do, do you recognize that? No, I don't pay attention to Tony Storm matches like that. Okay. Well, she she been getting, she, the smaller she been getting, I'm like, I stopped paying attention. Please. You said the smaller she been getting? Yeah, I'm like, right. How you going to take away the cake? Like, what, what, what? <laughs> said the smaller she been getting. It been taking away. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh... It was like the Keto Lions was to get some. I'm like, ain't nobody gonna watch her then. Oh, okay. Well, I still fan Tony Storm. Uh, Reba comes in and she hits Tony Storm with the belt. The referee's not looking. Then uh, Jimmy Hayden says like a Kushigaroshi, and then tries to hit her lariat. But then Tony Storm kicks out. Then the referee sends uh, Reba Rebel. To the back, and then Tony Storm tries to hit her own clothesline. It doesn't work. But the fa- the fans were really like, "Please don't have Tony Storm win this." But Britt Bear comes out and nails her. Uh, Jimmy hits a pile driver, and the Tony kicks out. People was really like, "Oh my god, they they're not gonna give it to her." But then when she hit the Storm Zero on Jamie Hader, I was just like, "Oh shit, she gonna win this." But then Jamie Hader kicks out. I was like, "All right, fuck it, do it, do it, do it now." We can do this. Uh, Rebel uh, or Britt Baker tries to remove the, t- the top barricade. 
that reveals the exposed turnbuckle. But uh, Jay Hayden pushes Tony Storm into that and then hits the ripcord uh, clothesline and beats her and it becomes the new women's champion. Her and Britt Baker are going to be feuding. <laughs> but unfortunately, unfortunately, but, yeah. but that's the way it maybe, is. Maybe they can at least have a few in between that and then Britt Baker. Yeah, I want Jamie Hayden. Well, first of all, I think she should beat Britt Baker. You said what? I think Jamie Hayden should beat Britt, Britt Baker. Yeah, I do. I do too, but I don't want to see. I want that to be the first feud automatically. I'm like, let it let, get a feud in first and then have, like, have Britt be on her side. For like the few, and then after the few, then she can turn on or whatever. Yeah. Since we since we all know this coming, at least let at least let it be a surprise as to when, not just immediately. Fair. Yes. We have, have it, or or you could at least have it be like KO and, and, and Kevin Owens. How we already knew KO was gonna turn on Jericho. We just didn't know when. Yeah. Yes. So. Uh, that was a good. That, that was a good turn. Uh, Why is saying my name on the list? <laughs> it's exactly. Uh, it had the arrow point. Oh, that was so great. That whole festival jerk. That was so great. Even though he should have wondered what, what wrong with that year. But anyway, uh, he'll you would have. Uh, next up, we have the acclaim taking on Swerve in Our Glory. Uh, claim still over as hell. Good, good matchup uh, by these two. That. Swerve brings in like a, a like a the metal gate that separates the the fans and the wrestlers. And he has to lead across the ring. Uh, there was one point Anthony Bones tries to go for a poison rod to Keith Lee, and I was like, it didn't really look great because Keith had like to jump into it, and I was just like that, you know, it kind of, you know, it, it just didn't look great. But everything else was fine. Uh, they splash Keith Lee through the metal gate on the outside. Swerve tries to get Keith Lee to cheat. Uh, Used like the pliers, but then Lee's like, "No, I don't. I, I don't even want to do that." So uh, Billy Gunn comes out, helps out his team a little bit, and Keith Lee's like, "You know what? I'm done with this shit, man." Because you know Swerve's really trying to get him to cheat, and uh, he walks off, and then Swerve gets. Uh, Attacked by the Acclaim, gets double teamed, and then loses the match. So, the Acclaim ret- retained. And, uh, Slice Swerve and Our Glory is about is going to be over. And a Keith Flea versus Swerve Strickland match is going to be dope. I think that's going to be the, the Winter is Coming match. What do you think? Um, probably. Probably. Yes, sir. Main event time was MJF taking on... John Moxley for the uh, the AEW Championship. It should have been CM Punk so MJF can get his win back, but he had to be an asshole and fuck fuck everything up. But now so it's back to John Moxley. He has his nice little red sweatpants on. Uh, so uh, the match was, you know, say it was it was a good main event. Moxley was was playing heel to the crowd because everybody loved MJF and they wanted MJF to win this matchup. Uh, Regal Regal comes out and because MJF was about to use the diamond ring, he prevents him from doing it, but then also shows uh, he tosses him the brass knucks. Oh, power of the punch! 
And then he, put, he hits Moxley, and then MJF becomes the new AEW World Champion. And does the Snow Angel on the aisle, just like CM Punk did the Snow Angel in the ring. And I thought, it, it, I, I can't wait to see the MJF era Raid Supreme on um, <clears throat> in AEW. How did you enjoy it? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I gave four. I, I gave four. I gave four gear a thumbs up because I was like, once they showcased the women better, they eat. There was three women's matches that each had a storyline to it. Mm-hmm. So I was glad for that. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't an oversaturated fourteen match card. It was like a, it was like an eight nine match card where they worked. I enjoyed the main event. Uh, I I enjoyed every I I, I really enjoyed every guy. I thought Full Gear was a nice, good, solid show. I think I like to see pay per views do that more. Uh, yeah, it was solid though. It's still, it was, it was like people like. I mean, it was cool. I felt like it was a reset, but it wasn't the best one to me. I still was like, yeah. No, no, no. It's it's not, it's not the best one. I'm just saying, but for all the crap that been happening with CM Punk and how. AEW summer turned out because remember they was in some deep shit in the summertime, and I'm like it, it feels like felt like a little slight reset of how their pay per views and their shows go, and hopefully by Revolution and by Double or Nothing we get you know all this stuff also. So I would have did a I would have did a full re, like I would have put War well, not Warlord Hobbs up there because then you have Hobbs he's original they have Claim the original MJF is original Hater is technically original and then uh, Jade is original you have all original camps not like anybody else yeah I, I, you know I, I agree with you on, on Hobbs being original because Joe is obviously not but um, I would I thought, I thought he was going to probably put it on Hobbs and of course you know the trios champions is uh, uh, originals also they was here when it first opened so they got to be original so yeah, they still made their name somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah. Because obviously Nipple was packing, you know. Pack was nipple and all that, but yeah. Yeah. So I give Full Gear a thumbs up. How'd you give it? Yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see, uh, you know, what, what's going to happen come, come winter is coming. I know they're going to book that show. It's going to be, a, you know, a nice show also. So we yeah, gotta wait till next week to hear from MJF. So I'll be all ready for it. Yep. All right. So meanwhile, some some side topics to get on before we get up out of here. Uh, Randy Orton had fusion surgery on his lower back, and it looks like the time the timeline he's not expected to come back anytime soon. Like like this injury looked like it could be worse than anybody was expecting, and even to the point where it's just That's like, huh? Old age. Yes, well, because you know, you don't play with the back. Like the the, the, the back. My dad got back problems, but uh, the back will just take out your whole career. Uh-huh. Especially for somebody who uh, does RKO's, like Randy Orton does, or he does that back breaker where he like brings your whole body over over his back. Like I don't think uh-huh. it, it's it's up in the air if Randy Orton is able to come back um his father of course cowboy bob Orton you said some recovering while doing a virtual signing for k and s wrestle fest he said that Randy, i'm dead serious 
Ain't really... nobody paying this man for a virtual sign. <laughs> This is, this is coming from postwrestling.com uh, where they got a Black Friday sale. Uh, virtual signing for KNS WrestleFest. He stated that Randy's coming along and he'll be back in the ring. So, of course, you're going to say that because you want to be positive for your son, but we obviously don't know. And Randy Orton is what? Close to 40? Close to this man is forty, the same as AJ. Randy Orton is not forty five years old. He's not. Look, look, Randy Orton is not forty five years All old. Right, I'm looking it up now. I'm looking it up now. I get Randy Orton is he forty or forty one years old or thirty nine. He okay. He's forty two years 42. old. Forty two. Yes. Okay. He's forty two. I'm about to say he is not forty five years old. He's he's forty two years old. Okay, so. Uh yeah, he's. I know them. I know they up to him, Brock, uh, Cena. Batista's over fifty, but you know what I'm saying like. Yeah, well, but Batista. Brock and Cena are like what forty? I thought I thought Brock and Cena were the same age. So I thought he was around there. Yeah, so they all they they all in their forties. So, uh, you know the rest of it, it. It could be. I mean, if if Randy Orton retires, hasn't retired, he already has a. First ballot Hall of Fame. Career. Also, this man been in the WWE for twenty years. How you gonna act like this man ain't even forty? <laughs> what year did you? What year think he joined at 19, 18, 17? <laughs> 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 been so, in there for over twenty years. You talk about? Yeah, I don't know. He might not be forty. Yeah, uh, so, okay. Yeah, I'm about to say, but not, not forty five though. But yeah, forty two. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, you know, where everything this man has done. He's a first ballot East Hall of Famer for that he 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 don't have he's he's won money in the bank. He's won Royal Rumbles. Yeah, we already knew this. We already knew this in two thousand nine. Say what? I said we already knew this in two thousand nine. He was already a Hall of Famer. Exa- exactly. So I'm just like so. If I mean you know I'm not sitting there, sitting there clamoring for the return of RK Bro, even though like they're doing nothing with Riddle, even though he's the one who won. The, the the rivalry with Seth Rollins ain't doing nothing with Riddle. I'm saying I'm not sitting here claiming for no RKO or RK Bro return. Like honestly, if Randy did dealing with the backman, you know he had to change his whole his whole wrestling style. He had to do, do, do like the punt kick, the punt kick for a, a finishing move. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. To be honest with you. Do you think they should? Do, she, do you think they should do a Booker T and uh, uh, Stevie Ray situation where you can't use the RKO? Like he loses the right to use it? Uh, no, that that was stupid. <laughs> that that's what I was doing. No, we, we we're not gonna do that. I mean, if he wants one last drop, I mean, he don't need no. Ch- he's fourteen time champion. Like, come on now. He's been tagged. He's been Intercontinental. I don't even know if he's been US, but he don't care. He has he's a been home- US twenty seventeen. Oh yeah, he he has a. Hall when he had the long hair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Him and something's going on with him and seeing. It's like, what the fuck is y'all thinking about doing with all this long trying hair? Trying to cover them ball spots. Hmm? Yeah. And now Cena's long hair is a part of his character. That's piece me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah, you know, go be the family man. I understand. 
you know, if, if you want to try to have like one more run to go do some special matches, but as of right now, he's 42 years old, man. Or he just need to he need to focus on himself. I did that. That right there is that is the most important thing for people to do is to go to go ahead and focus on your health. You if he does one thing, he should. Uh, I don't even know where they sell these things at. So he might need to rent one, right? He might need to rent a Cadillac a with Cadillac. a long back on the end. Oh my god! Here he goes. <laughs> And then they're already on Hogan again. That's that. If he do that, he can retire. Uh, uh you, you will have to get. First of all, if it's the Hogan, like today's Hogan, absolutely. Any any Hogan. Yeah, but I would say, but but just 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 twenty twenty two Hogan. Oh please, hit the RKO on that car. That joint was hilarious. That's one of the best RKOs. Yeah. That man, that, that man flew over the truck. And call Hogan down. He should have won that match. He should have fucking won that match. But he did. You know, you know Hogan had to win it, brother. For some reason. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, uh, I hope it, I hope his recovery goes well. Because you know that's that's very messed up. But I think that's that's pretty much it for our wrestling news this week. Oh, what we got into so guys thank you guys for joining us for our two big reviews that we did and also joining us for you know the, the podcast i'm sorry it was kind of a little bit short but we've been do, doing stuff for the holidays so i plan on um having some more stuff for you guys hopefully uh then me and prime can probably talk about a little bit of raw smackdown people prepare for you what we need to do is do these points so we can reset before the year begins that's what we need to do yeah so I'm gonna try making my plan to get get to them damn points this week. I'm gonna do do the best I can. So, uh, but guys, we're about to get up out of here. So make sure you guys support all our podcasts from the, the No Give Me Shit Wrestling Podcast, the Nerdcast and Talk Podcast, Junk Thoughts Silver Tons, and Turntables Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. Make sure you guys, because uh, I I talked about this earlier. But the Prime Nostalgia Podcast with him and Lee Boy TV every single Friday. I know it was the holidays prior, so y'all didn't have a, y'all didn't have a show this past week? Uh, no, we coming out with some in December. So. All right, can't wait to hear those. So make sure you check, check that out. Check out my main man, Q-Flow, with the music. Sorry you couldn't be here with us tonight. But um, once again, we are, that's it for us. So this is NCL Place for Children, we're saying the and not the answer is a prime time. All right. All right, and the Nerd Coalition is out. Q-Flow, wherever you're at, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks. You already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C.